0: Hello and welcome everyone to the North Davis podcast, where we have conversations about faith in Jesus, what's going on in our lives, the world around us, and how those things all interact. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood youth minister, Chris. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the inaugural episode of the Indie Podcast. Chris here, and I am so excited that you have found us and that you're giving the show a listen to. This has been several months in the making. A couple months ago, I had the idea of creating a podcast for the church in a desire to, one, just have more creative outlet and opportunities for us to create content for our members and our North Davis family. And two, being the youth minister, I was interested in finding ways to get a little bit more exposure for our seniors specifically. And it's blossomed into this idea for a whole weekly show. And so we hope to be able to bring you episodes and content uh, about all different kinds of things current events and theology Uh, but specifically like i said we're going to start with uh, several episodes about our seniors who are fixing to graduate so we hope that you will enjoy the show if you have any ideas for content or guests or maybe even you'd like to Come on into the studio and record a podcast with us and tell us a little bit about your faith story and what's going on in your world. We would love to hear from you. Uh, but for now, we're going to hear from Ava Lee Green, one of our seniors. And once again, welcome to the show. All right. Hey, North Davis. It's Chris here, your Youth and Family Minister, and we are doing the first of four interviews with our Indy seniors. It is March already, and we are getting ready to uh, graduate our four seniors. And the first one we wanted to interview today is Avalie Green. Avalie, how are you doing on spring break here? Hey.
1: I'm doing pretty well.
0: (laughs) And before we started recording, I had mentioned that, uh, you know, I just asked you, have you ever listened to a podcast? You said no.
1: Yeah, no, they don't really interest me. I've never really (laughs) listened to them.
0: Any of them? You must not know how deep the library of podcasts is. You said friends at school have started a podcast, so like, what are the, what is the topic, what is the theme of that show?
1: Honestly, I have no idea. (laughs) No idea? Okay. (laughs) It's just like random things, I'm pretty sure. Random things. Yeah.
0: Cool. Uh, Well, we just wanted to let our church family get to know each of our seniors a little bit more and highlight what's going on in y'all's world, especially since uh, COVID has in some ways kind of taken this year and done a number on it. And for y'all that are seniors, of course, that uh, really changes a lot. Uh, You are a little bit farther north than a lot of our people because y'all don't live in Arlington. You go to which high school?
1: I go to Colleyville Heritage High School.
0: Okay. And you are involved in choir and dance. Uh, Talk a little bit about that. What have you been doing with your high school career and staying busy?
1: okay so I'm in choir um, I'm in the varsity choir I have been for two years now um, sophomore and junior year I was also in the jazz choirs um, I love choir I sing all the time so that's been really fun and then I'm also on the varsity dance team the panteras I have been this is my third year and my last year um, this year I'm also vice president of the social committee on Panteras um, that's been super fun it's helped me grow in confidence in myself and my dancing and everything, all aspects of life. It's just been super fun.
0: Very cool, so you don't uh, lack for things to do on your weekend.
1: Yeah, no, I'm super busy. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's cool, so do you prefer a slowdown when you get to a spring break like this? Yes, yes. Yes. Okay, so what does slowing down look like for you when busyness is the normal, uh, what do you do when you slow down?
1: Um, Slowing down, I really like paint by numbers, so I'll just sit down at my table and paint for hours, listening to music or watching something. Um, and then I also like reading like today I'm reading my third book for spring break. Wow <laughs> yeah. Impressive
0: third. So fiction or nonfiction. What's your fiction? Preference? Okay. Fiction. So what are you reading
1: right now? Um, right now? It's a horror book. Um, interesting. I haven't read one of those in a long time, but yeah. I went to the library on Sunday I think and I got like three and I'm really liking it again. Very really cool. <laughs> yeah So,
0: uh, like the public library you went to?
1: Yeah, we go to the Uless public library. That's amazing.
0: Library. I imagine if I pulled 17 and 18 year olds across the country, one out of 10 maybe have been to a public library. <laughs> really? Don't you think? Like, do you think people are still going to the library very much?
1: Very true. <laughs> yeah, right. It
0: feels like it, when you have you know nineteen different streaming services that people you know mm-hmm. why read a book you know. Yeah, I love that you're still doing that.
1: Technology has gotten so big. Like you can you right. have if you have a Kindle, you can just get an ebook or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's true. Do you prefer? Have you have you read on the ebook? Do you prefer a hard copy versus? Yeah, I e-book? I have a
1: Kindle and I do sometimes. um Get ebooks, especially because my library has been like under renovation for the past three years, so I couldn't go to the library. Mm-hmm. I've been reading online books, but it recently reopened, and I do pr- prefer having um, the regular copies. Yeah, something bound and mm-hmm. you can hold.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. I I like to mark in my books, not so much fiction books, but certainly nonfiction and you know study books I like to write in so I want a physical physical book to hold on to um so like I said it's March and we're looking forward to graduation and of course uh, for most people it's college or career choice next where do you see yourself is it 100% guaranteed uh, or is it kind of up in the air
1: um well for college I'm definitely going to Abilene Christian um (laughs) And then my major right now is just plain mathematics because okay. I really like math, but I don't know if I can like find a career in that cuz I don't like real world applications of it. I just like <laughs> straightforward solving <laughs> equations. Okay. So, but maybe looking into social work or working with kids or something. Sure. But I don't know yet.
0: <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Goodwill Hunting? I have not. Okay. The main character is uh, something of a math genius, and uh, but he doesn't quite know how to apply it in his life, and so that's. I'm just imagining you like walking up to a whiteboard like he does and just solving uh, equations. Mm-hmm. I particularly hated math, so I appreciate mm-hmm. when people have those math skills and interests. Um, but but no like engineering or I want to build rockets or.
1: Uh, you, Not really. No
0: nothing jumps out about applying that math. You just no. are enjoying studying it. Yeah, I mean it'd be okay. cool
1: to be like to like invent things and build yeah. things but it seems super hard <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah I don't it know. does
0: uh, I got a uh, C in geometry and a B in pre-cal and that Ooh. was the end of my math career so I
1: had 100s the entire year in pre-cal
0: <laughs> okay well there's there's that um, <laughs> yeah I'm bad at mental math I can do but everything else I'm sure uh, you you have me beat Micah uh, Morris I think is doing mathematics major in college too oh, cool. um, yeah I'd be interested to see what you decide uh, to do with that that'll be interesting and the folks online don't know but I of course made the wildcat symbol with my hands uh, as my <laughs> oh, alma mater yeah. um, so not totally sure on where to apply the mathematics degree or, or kind of where you end up but um, ACU why Emily and Christian is there a family connection or
1: Yes. So both of my parents went to ACU and then my grandparents live in Abilene and my granddad was a math professor at ACU. So I have a lot of connections and I basically grew up in Abilene because we were always visiting my grandparents. So I'm familiar with the area and I'm familiar with the campus. So it just makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I went in as somebody that had never been to Abilene Mm -hmm. basically until I started doing like scholarship interviews. And I feel like Every other friend I had was just like you, where they're like, yeah, I mean, this is home, you know, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways and having your grandparents there. That's cool. Um, we mentioned at the beginning of when we started recording, but obviously we've been dealing with covid now for literally a year. Right. Yeah. We're at Spring Break, twi- break 2021. Um, w- it's maybe a weird question, but kind of what I wanted to ask is what's the best and worst part been of having a global pandemic during your senior year? And and, and maybe it's hard to see the the upside, but I feel like um, people that are uh, more self-aware and more uh, optimistic maybe even are capable of seeing the way in which there have been blessings to discover uh, in the middle of this. So. Take it whichever way first you want, but what do you see is kind of what's been an upside or something you've appreciated during this year-long season, uh, and what's really been th- the challenge or the, the the particularly negative thing?
1: Okay, um, I'm gonna start with the negative because that's always easiest. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, the negative is just missing everything that I've been expecting for senior year, like all the football games, all the pep rallies, all the things where seniors are honored, like. Um, Mm. senior sunrise, um, senior night at football, um, all those things, we just didn't get to have them. We didn't get to have a normal football season, normal contest season for Pinteras, all that stuff. So just missing out on all of that. Um, But then the positive um, is I've gotten to know a lot lot more people in my classes, the people who are in person um, that I haven't known before. And that's been really cool seeing them. Like I've known them for four years of my life, but this year I actually got to know them and they're super cool people. I wish I had known them before. Sure. But And also I got to um, make good relationships with my teachers this year too, since there's fewer people in the classes. So that's been really cool. W- what do you
0: think it was about being in a pandemic that suddenly you got to know more of these people that were just acquaintances before?
1: Um, I think partly is because only half of my school is in person so um, there's less (laughs) people to choose from (laughs) (laughs) yeah so a lot of my friends were online yeah Um, so I kind of had to make new friends if I wanted to enjoy being in person Um, so that kind of forced me to talk to them yeah that makes sense yeah
0: so (laughs) yeah I wonder if you could get one of them in the room Be like well I was forced to talk to you (laughs) what do you think about that Um, so, thinking back to the beginning of this pandemic and when we realized that we were all getting an extended spring break and, and everything else, um, if you could go back a year knowing all of the trials, all the challenges, all of the. I really thought it was interesting the way you put, you know, uh, normally we would be honored, you know, in, in some particular ways being seniors. So, knowing all the ways that you were going to have to adapt and, and, and grow and, and deal with all these challenges, what would you tell? Avalie a year ago if you could zoom back to her and say all right for the next year Here's my encouragement to you.
1: I Guess I would have just like warned myself like hey, you're not gonna get anything that you have been expecting (laughs) (laughs) Like that sounds bad But like if I had been if I had known I would have been less upset Mm. And I would have been able to focus more on the positive things that I did still get Um, And I would have told myself like hey it's going to be so annoying and so sad, but there's still good things that h- will come out of it. Like this year has been really fun for me, even though we were having COVID and everything like, cause I kept looking to the positive and seeing good things and everything. So if I had told myself that sooner, I probably would have had been better or something.
0: Yeah. I appreciate that perspective. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Next. Um, You guys have been part of North Davis uh, a while. I don't know exactly how long. All of my life. All of your life. Okay, (laughs) so 18-ish years ago, Mm -hmm. you did the baby baptism, or not baby baptism. Sorry, we're not Catholic. Um, (laughs) Infant blessing, baby blessing, infant baptism there. Uh, (laughs) Anna's in the room mocking me. Um, But you were part of the baby blessing and everything, so you've been through... All kinds of North Davis change. Yes. What has changed in 18 years? Obviously, the staff is different.
1: Yes, the staff is different. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, but besides that, like, what have you seen this church grow and do?
1: Um, I was here whenever Spotlight Junior was not Spotlight Junior. What was it <laughs> right? called? I don't remember. Mm, I don't remember what it was called. That Kids was, Crossing, yes. That was pre yes. Morris's. Yeah, Kids Crossing.
0: Yeah, I've heard so that
1: I remember helping in that. That was, okay. I looked forward to that. Um, and then. I was here when it changed, and then we all c- k- still called it Kids Crossing forever. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else has changed?
0: The children's know. wing was renovated. I yes, guess not long after summer got here. Yeah. Of course, you would have been probably in middle school by then. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was. I had just went into the youth group whenever okay. it would change. Yeah. So I didn't get to experience it. <laughs> sure. But I saw it.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, w- any particular fond memories of a camp or a trip or an experience connected to church? Um, looking back, is there which one sp- sticks out?
1: Um, definitely camp Goddard from middle school. I think that that was really fun. Um, just going to the camp, swimming, having fun times with people. Um, I got stung by a bee there, so that was fun. Are you <laughs> allergic? No. Okay, good. <laughs> Did you know that before you got stung? Yes. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um, there was one time in the youth group. I don't remember if you were here, Chris, or not, but there was a wasp, and I don't remember who it was, but they went over and kicked it, and they broke a hole through the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, that was in, like, my second or third month. Yes. It was uh, Jacob mm. Wollmering, yes. Yeah. Uh, f- there was a wasp that had... I don't even know where it came from because no the youth room is very interior to the building, and it landed, and it was right by. I don't think he knew this, but it was like where the speakers are up there, and it, so the wall was very thin. It had been cut out, and he turned around and kicked it like a horse, like behind <laughs> him, and his foot just went through the wall. Yeah. Yep. I think Becca has a mm-hmm. video. Of I, it I have a video. too. Do you have a video?
1: Yes. It? it comes up on my Snapchat <laughs> memories every year.
0: Yeah, It's kind of <laughs> hilarious because we all saw what he was going to do <laughs> and nobody could have hoped that it would be that funny. You yeah. know, like it was a true, authentic moment for all of us. Um, yeah. I had forgotten. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. N- not a trip or a, a mountaintop experience, but Jacob kicking through the wall. <laughs> I hope he gets to hear this so he can uh, yes. appreciate that. <laughs> I really wanted to ask, uh, just partly because I wasn't here, but also just to kind of get the perspective of some of the uh, ladies, and I'll ask Anna as well. Um, one thing that was really impressive to me uh, when I was considering taking a job here was the giftedness statement, and as it related to um, specifically, you know, uh, our ladies and. Uh, inviting them to use the way that God has gifted them in any which way. And so uh, be that preaching or teaching or leading worship or what have you. And and the church really took a significant step forward in terms of um, um, allowing for God to use his people how he wills um, and not letting uh, our gender be an obstacle to that. So that's about five years ago. I don't know where your 13-year-old brain was at that time or if theology mattered to you a whole lot or if you thought about it a whole lot in the moment. But I just wanted to ask you as uh, a woman soon to be, you know, a lot more independent out on your own adult, do you have any reflections on that event or uh, did it mean anything to you at the time?
1: Um, At the time, yeah, I don't really remember it. Because I was so young. Like, I don't remember, I don't really remember the time before when women could, like, participate in sermons and stuff. Sure. But I do remember the day mm. whenever they announced it um, because there were a bunch of people crying, and I was like, wait, what's happening? Why is this important, <laughs> you know? <Right. laughs> and that was the first day that I was like, wait. That's the, the day when I understood that, like, women hadn't been involved. Mm. And so t- since then, I've been super thankful for that day. Like, I'm super thankful that... We can be involved in everything like we can lead r- worship. We can like hand out communion and stuff um, I'm just super f- thankful for that.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome um, Zooming out from our specific church and the memories here uh, one of the things that I think is really interesting just working with teenagers and trying to educate myself and parents about Gen Z that's you guys right It's just the year you were born Um There are definitely some things that are unique about you. Uh, Digital natives sometimes, sociologists call you guys, because you grew up with smartphones and everything, kind of like the technology we were talking about earlier. Um, What do you feel like is the biggest stereotype about people your age? Good or bad? And maybe you have several that come to mind. but
1: That's hard. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Give me a second to think.
0: Yeah, by all means. Because I don't want to influence your answer and tell you what I think they are. <laughs> Not that, see, the other thing is, too, as you're thinking, is that, you know, we don't get a good rap either, millennials. We're just, like, one generation above you guys, and uh, boomers don't like us a lot of the time.
1: Okay, I have one idea. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just... it Maybe that all of us are absorbed by technology, mm. that all of us would rather... Be have a smartphone or something than go outside and play. Yeah. At least for me with the generation, the few years that didn't have phones when they were super young um, like I got a phone when I was in 6th grade but it wasn't even a phone, it was an iPod touch um, yep. so I still value going outside with nature without any technology and just being in God's creation um, and I think most of Gen Z is like that Um, We all don't really like we like technology, of course, but we still value other things in life
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate that a lot because I I think there is definitely the stereotype and, and probably it's been earned to some degree that uh absorption with technology and I'd rather you know play on my phone than be present where I am but um, I think about and I don't know if you've ever done like team ascend or anything where you know we go climb a mountain but you know if you like being in nature um, of course liking being in nature is not the same as backpacking up a mountain but um, it consistently is amazing to me to watch um, people your age go into the woods for five days without their phones Mm -hmm. and be just fine you know, I think people think that they, w- they would be going through withdrawals somehow, <laughs> like it's a true addiction. And, and to be sure, some people are addicted to technology. Um, but but yeah, there's so much more to appreciate, especially somebody like you who's active and does dance and, um, you know, dancing at the football games and everything. Like it's outside and it's interacting with people and um, yeah. performing uh, in, in an art or I don't know if you consider dance, dance an art or a sport. Both. Or, <laughs> both. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it's not just technology or nothing or outside or nothing and you know, it's it's yeah. both um, I kind of think of it like air conditioning you know I really love air conditioning but I like going outside too mm-hmm. as long as I can come in into the <laughs> yeah. air conditioning of course um, as you head off and, and you have a younger sister here and your family's here and um, you know you all aren't planning on moving or anything but just as you graduate there's definitely a turning of a corner significantly when, when teens graduate and leave Uh, Is there anything specific that you would want to say to the church as a whole, especially having been here for so long um, or the youth group or is just any words of wisdom or any nuggets that you would want to leave behind?
1: Um, First of all, I just want to say thank you for helping raise me, teaching me how to love God. Um, Yeah, teaching me all the stories about him, um, teaching me how to love others and then some advice is just to keep loving others no matter, like, what they look like, no matter their race, religion, political views, anything. Just keep loving others because that's really what God calls us to do. And um, we're already doing a really good job, but we can always keep going further.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Avely. Appreciate your time, and uh, it's a great thought to end on.
1: Thanks. Thank you so much.
0: A lot of fun getting to record that first podcast episode with Ava Lee. Those of you who know her know that she is not necessarily the most vocal person in the room, uh, but a great thinker, um, so well-spoken, and just really appreciate what she uh, calls us to and reminding us that our, our first and, and foremost responsibility as Christians uh, is to be in the business of loving. And I'm reminded of Paul's text in the letter to the Galatians, chapter 6 verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And uh, that's the verse that came to mind listening to Avelie's call to continue loving and and to say that we are doing such a great job as a church, and she's been a a benefactor of that uh, teaching and of that love and uh, I just want to echo her excellent words in charge to invite you to keep on loving people well and find ways to improve uh, on loving people, especially when we find it difficult to do so. Folks, thanks again for joining us for episode one of the Indie Pod. Hope for many more to come. Take care.